like right before I went, hey guys, I'm gonna go in, wish me luck. And then I went in the doors and I went and talked to these secretaries. Well, they said, we're not gonna let you in. I said, can I go over here and just send them a quick email? And they said, yeah, that's fine. Within like 60 seconds of that, they had like contacted security to come down. And the guy said, what are you doing here? I'm here to get a meeting with so-and-so. You have an ID? And it was like escalating quick. It's like, man, I'm just some guy that's trying to get a meeting that's put his heart and soul in the show. Alex Williams here to welcome you back to Broken Bulbs, the show for entrepreneurs, creators, and builders who need to keep it real. Today, I'm joined once again by Brandon D. Adams. He previously featured on episode 154 of Broken Bulbs, so make sure you go back and check that out as well. He's an investor, media expert, TV host, and an Emmy Award-winning producer. He is the founder of Accelerant Media Group, which produces commercials, social media content, and TV shows that inspire and motivate others. Brandon is co-host and one of two executive producers of Ambitious Adventures, but he failed to get a meeting with Netflix. That's coming up after the break. Real quick, before we get into today's show, I wanted to say thank you for all the ways you offer support, whether it's sharing the show with a friend or family member who you think will get something out of it, leaving us a review, or supporting me directly on Patreon. Now, when you support me directly on Patreon, you can do so for as little as $3 a month. You'll receive a postcard from me and a bunch of bonus content, not just for Broken Bulbs, but for the other podcasts I work on as well. That's patreon.com slash Williams. Or just click the first link in the show notes. Enjoy the show. Brandon T. Adams, ready to talk about another one of your broken bulbs? I am ready to talk about one of my broken bulbs. <laughs> Fantastic. So let's talk about you flying all the way to Netflix for a meeting that didn't even happen. Tell us what happened. Yeah, so I've always been the guy that I... I, I don't want to wait on people. I want to take kind of my journey and future in my own hands and, and just take it to the end zone. And we got done filming this show, um, whole season of success in your city. Now, when we went and filmed this, we had no distribution deals lined up, nothing set up that we knew where it was going to be distributed. It was more of, we're going to create this great show. We're going to find the partnerships as we go, and we're going to get distribution for the show. So that is something not many people go and do because it's nuts. It's a lot of risk considered. And so that's what we did. We got done filming this show, uh, filmed all 2018. And we were trying to get connections. We actually had uh, somebody that wanted to represent us and pitch the show to Netflix and other outlets. But they wanted to change what we did. They wanted to focus more on my wife and I, the relationship we had and less on the stories of success. And they wanted to change the name of the show. And this happens a lot, by the way, when people are doing shows. And we didn't want to take everything we created and just like use that as a signal to go reshoot the show. And so we, we said, no, we, that would be going against what the show's about, achieving your own version of success. So what we did is after all those meetings, I got tired of like getting, hey, this is a way to do it, that. Um, I said, you know what? I'm going to do some research on all the executives at Netflix and the people that actually work with unscripted and, and, and these different kinds of shows. And I'm going to see if we can get a connection. We sent emails. Um, we try to get intros and we even created packages. My wife and I sat down, we did personal notes, personal videos. We spent hundreds of dollars on packages that we had shipped to these executives, actually four of them total. We sent it to them. 
And we had a whole clever way of doing it where if they opened it and everything, it would really get their attention. So we did that, but I also plan that if I send this, I wanna be there two days after I send it. So what I did is we shipped these packages out. We got notification that they received them. I got on a plane to go to one of the offices. So I flew from at the time Minnesota to Los Gatos, which is one of the locations of Netflix. And I remember flying in, I was on the plane the night before and my stomach, I was like really kind of nervous. And I don't get nervous that much because I was almost scared in a way of like, wow, like I'm doing this. What if I get rejection? Like I have no meeting actually scheduled. I'm just going to show up. And so I was a little nervous, but hey, figure it out. So we, I landed, I, I drove for an hour and a half to where I was staying, literally got to bed at like 2.30 a.m., woke up by 6.30 a.m., I talked with a friend who was in TV, got some feedback from him, advice before going in. I drove to the office um, and I showed up. So I walk in the door, walk in to this location specifically. There's a, there's a thing with Emmys there and there's two receptionists and it's this nice room with different things on the wall. I walk in and I say, hey, I'm here. I have a meeting with so-and-so. Um, I'm here to see this person. And they said, okay, do you have a scheduled meeting? I said, no, it's not scheduled, but I flew across the country and uh, here's the notification. They received my package. So I already emailed them. I'm here to see them. They said, well, if you don't have a scheduled meeting, we're not letting you in. Um, I said, I just flew across the country here. Um, I'm here to see them. I just need 10 minutes of their time. And by the way, going to this, I knew it was a very slim chance I would get the meeting, but I had to do this. And prior to going into that, that actual office, I was documenting the journey on my social media. I wouldn't do it when I went in because that would be like very disrespectful. But going in, I like right before I went, hey guys, I'm going to go in, wish me luck. And then I went in the doors and then I went and talked to these secretaries. Well, they said, we're not going to let you in. I said, can I go over here and just send them a quick email? They said, yeah, that's fine. Within like 60 seconds of that, they had like contacted security to come down. Security came in and the guy said, what are you doing here? I'm like, I'm here to get a meeting with so-and-so. You have an ID? And it was like escalating quick. It's like, man, I'm just some guy that's trying to get a meeting that's put his heart and soul in the show. And so uh, check the ID, ask me some questions and literally <laughs> grab my arm and say, we're going to take you outside. He escorted me out of the building and it, it was so frustrating, but also like, Hey, like, well, you can't just show up like this. I'm like, why not? Like I'm going after my dream. He's like, you can't just do that. It's not how it works. I think to myself, like, how does it work? Because the traditional way of Hollywood or whatnot, they got their way, but I got my way. My whole life was doing outside the box. That's how I became successful. And so he said, sorry, you got to leave. And I said, well, I appreciate, I was very nice. I was like, I appreciate your time. Uh, thank you so much. I look forward to seeing you guys again soon. And so that was it. As soon as he escorted out and went to my car, I, uh, I did a video sharing the experience. And I'll tell you this, it's crazy. So many people saw the video, tens of thousands of people. It was getting on social media, it was spreading, and it almost went viral in a sense. But what happened is people in Hollywood have their own ways of thinking of things. They looked at me as this crazy guy that is going entitled guy. I was called it literally entitled white guy that feels like he should get something. 
and they didn't understand how much hard work and everything I put in my everything. I've sold everything. I went all in this show more committed than anybody. And so I started getting hate. I got on social media. People said that I was crazy. Like, oh, this is how thing like uh, schools get shot up. You can't do that in this day and age. You're a white privileged person. You're a creeper. You're crazy. Your game's over. You're going to get blacklisted. Netflix has you on radar. I started believing the social media. And I thought it was, I really started believing and thought my game is over. And I wrote about this in our book, The Road to Success. I stated the comments and I had hundreds of comments that were so hurtful. But I'll tell you what came from that. Because I remember sitting in the hotel the next night and thinking, man, did I really just ruin my career? And I had one comment that said, I, I don't know you, you don't know me. I just see all these comments, what people are saying about you. And I'm so sorry. I'm praying for you and I believe in you. And I can't wait to watch your show. And that completely changed my, my whole spirit and how I looked at things. I was so focused on all the bad things people had to say about me, but there was that one person. And I'll tell you what resulted from that. What resulted from that situation was I ended up getting three or four people that wanted to represent me to pitch our show to major networks because they believed in me and they saw what I did. I got attention from it and it ultimately led to me going down, going through Amazon, self-publishing my show. And then we went on and, and most recently getting a major deal with uh, Bespoke TV, which now our shows on direct TV, everything else, it'll be on outlets, state cable around the country. And, uh, the lesson learned there is if you keep going, eventually things are going to happen for you. And yes, did it suck that people hated on me and I got rejected everything and I flew to Netflix and basically got told I was an idiot. It hurt, but you know what? I kept going and I think ha things happen for a reason. I'm glad I never got the Netflix deal because other things came that were better. Sometimes it's like, up above, they're putting things in place for us for a bigger opportunity. And now I can say it took four years, the bigger opportunity is here. And all was because I took a leap of faith, I did something that scared me, I stuck with it, and it became a success. And of course, at the end of every episode, I like to hear what's working for you now, what are you doing, and where is it that we can go to find you and keep up with you? Yeah, well, first, I'd love for everybody to go check out our show, uh, Success in Your City. It's on Bespoke TV. It's also on Direct TV as well and, and cable ne networks around the country. That's one place you can, easy way to go is go to successinyourcity.com and uh, just connect to me. I just honestly, when I come on shows like this, I, I hope my story shows you that anything is possible. I'm a kid from a town of 700 people. I grew up in Iowa. I didn't really have any connects or anything, but I found a way to where I am today. And I'm very grateful. So if you want to get more inspiring stories or check out my videos, I'm on social media at Brandon T. Adams everywhere. Fantastic. And I'm going to have links to all of that and more down in the show notes so people can go and follow along with you and your future. And with that, I just want to say thank you very much for joining me. Thank you so much. And thank you for listening. Go after your dreams. Think outside the box. Get rejected and then keep going. Special thank you to Brandon for joining me and being willing to talk about his broken bulbs. Be sure to check out his work, which, as always, I have linked down in the show notes. And make sure you check out episode 154 of Broken Bulbs as well, which also featured Brandon. And if you want to offer support beyond leaving a review and sharing the show, please visit Patreon via the first link in the show note. As a thank you for your support, you'll get a postcard from me wherever I am to wherever you are. 
Broken Bulbs is produced by Mecco Radio, and we are, of course, a proud member of the Great Vine. I, Alex Williams, was your host. The podcast artwork is by Bethany Gustafson, and the music we use is by Brian Claxton and Wesley Thomas. Oh, and thanks again for listening. Mecco.